I'm an ex-learning bites and I'm your host, Ace Kagler. Whether you're out for a stroll, making your morning coffee or working away at your desk, we're always one click away. Tune in every week to hear from our exciting lineup of guests. Welcome to Laminex Learning Bites again, Serena Chetty. How are you today? I'm great, Ace. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, today we're going to talk about a topic that uh, I know that is really close to your heart and, and we're both passionate about, so we'll be talking about belonging. Can you first maybe start off with why you're so passionate about this topic? Um, thanks, Ace. Um, so I guess for myself, um, I've been... Uh, you know, brought up in a very uh, kind of diverse uh, environment. Um, you know, I'm Sri Lankan background, brought up in, uh, born and brought up in Africa, and then moved to New Zealand and then Australia. So my exposure to, you know, diverse cultures uh, has been, um, you know, very, uh, it started on, started really early in my uh, childhood. Uh, I'm so aware of um, diversity in all aspects, um, and it's just something I've really connected with um, as a, I call myself an Afro-Asian Kiwi. I love that. <laughs> and and you would call that your identity. So um, I wanted to break it down um to you know what is identity because that's where it all starts before we even get to belonging um why do we belong why do we want to belong um as such we really need to talk about who we are first and and that is our identity essentially isn't it yeah and i guess identity um uh, you know can change um or not change you have different identities within yourself so I um, just said that I was an Afro-Asian Kiwi because that's how I uh, sometimes introduce myself. But I'm also, um, you know, mother of two and um, also a Sri Lankan who's been brought up outside of Sri Lanka. So there's um, different identities within ourselves. Um, and I don't think there's, uh, you know, one identity when we describe ourselves that we can really say this is who I am there's different identities within um, each and every one of us that evolve I think as well oh yeah absolutely um, and and that's something um, I can relate to as well I have a Turkish background um, I'm also a, an Australian citizen but also a Turkish citizen and I speak the two languages and it makes me who I am um, but then also there's the other parts of me that make up um, who I am. So, you know, um, the fact that I'm a professional um, and the different values and passions I have, etc. That's great, yeah. And I've heard you saying a lot of that. I've heard you, you know, identify yourself in different ways. But, um, and it's always so interesting, you know, to hear different people's um, identity and how they um, they connect to uh, different aspects of themselves. Yeah, so um, we've unpacked what identity is. Um, I guess then that leads us to talking about inclusion and diversity at work. 
Why do you think inclusion and diversity is is such an important factor at work? Um, I guess for myself and when I think about it, I think it's, um, you know, we come from different backgrounds. Uh, we come from different work experiences, um, different personalities. Um, and then you have, you know, other areas of diversity like ethnicity, um, you know, sexual orientation, all of, there's so much diversity that exists within each one of us. Um, and so it's, how do you come to a workplace and feel like you're comfortable enough to be who you are, um, that unique, that authentic, uh, that complete self. Um, and I'm sure like you, uh, as myself, have been in teams or projects or companies where, you know, it ha they haven't been as open or you haven't felt that sense that you can be your true self. And it's a very uncomfortable uh, place to be in. Um, and what do they say? Uh, exclusion. Um, your brain reacts to exclusion as if though as though you're in physical pain. Um, so when people are excluded and don't feel like they belong to you know, to the culture or can't connect to the um, you know, to the organization uh, and can't be themselves, it almost feels like you're physically in pain, um, and that's not a nice feeling. So I think it's important, um, you know, everyone's talking about the I before D. So you need to have this environment which is inclusive so you can attract um, different uh, perspectives, people with different perspectives, um, different uh, diversity backgrounds, and uh, have them stay within the organization. You're keeping um, and you're retaining this really great um, diverse talent pool. Um, in the organization. Yeah, because if you look at even Maslow's hierarchy of needs, uh, belonging is smack bang right in the middle. It, uh, it leads quite, in, uh, quite well into psychological needs as human beings. Um, and being human, it's that sense of, um, you know, connections and um, that security and safety that you want to feel as a human being. Um, not even in, in not only in a workplace, but you know, in your social within your social groups as well. And so, if you're not feeling that, um, you know, it's not a very nice place to be, and you probably uh, move away from those social circles, or you, you know, decide to leave organisations because you don't feel that way. So, I think it's just part of being human, and I think it's um, we spend most of our time at work. Um, so, you know, if you're spending time most of your day at work and you're in an environment where um, you don't feel that sense that you can speak up, uh, be who you are, um, you know, come to work uh, as, as much as your, your authentic full self can come to uh, and, and show yourself off, um, then you're more likely to leave and uh, be unhappy. And you won't give your best self off as well. So it's being um, the best that you can be as well. Being, you know, innovative, being creative, being productive. So there's lots of um, benefits to, uh, you know, a world and a workplace um, where everyone feels as though they can um, come and be their authentic selves. 
And what can the leaders do to provide that environment? Um, so what I think um, a leader has a huge opportunity um, to create that inclusive environment in, within their teams and in the organization. I think one thing is, um, you know, really role modeling inclusion in a team. So, um, you know, not only being self-aware, but also listening out for uh, opportunities when you're seeing uh, a conversation is not inclusive or a project is not being inclusive um, and um, being an ally and speaking up in that moment. Also, I think as a leader, it's being vulnerable and sharing your parts of diversity uh, with your team. Um, so you're, um, you know, you're creating that, that psychologically safe um, environment because I'm speaking about it so you can speak about it. And um, the other thing is be curious in a respectful way. Um, so be curious about people's differences. They're okay to talk about it. Um, I think that's kind of three, three things I can think at the top of my head around what leaders can do. I think that's great. There are some great tips there. And then, well, um, as as much as the leaders, we as individuals also have, uh, you know, certain responsibilities um, that would allow for an inclusive and diverse environment at work and enable us to belong. Uh, what do you think they are? Um, so be aware of microaggressions that may lead to exclusion and microaggressions are statements that may intentionally or unintentionally communicate a negative uh, message about a, you know, a group of people. Um, I'll give you an example of something that I've been asked, being Sri Lankan, um, people um, sometimes ask me, uh, you know, uh, where I'm from and I say I'm from Sri Lanka um, and they go, oh, you speak so well. That's a microaggression. Yeah. That's offensive. <laughs> I get that a lot as well. People often go, oh, you don't look Turkish. And it's like, oh, what are Turkish people supposed to look like? I'm not sure if you know, but. <laughs> and sometimes they don't, uh, people don't, uh, you know, they're not trying to be like uh, offensive, but yeah. um, for someone who is, uh, you know, from that, that, culture or that ethnicity it can be really offensive yeah yeah uh, which only roll our high eyes and um swear in our heads but <laughs> that's a different conversation altogether <laughs> yeah for sure I like how you touched on that you know um uh being vulnerable and telling um others about your personal story we've done this in our team quite a lot before you would remember um when laura uh took us out on a um team day and uh, we did an activity uh that you designed for us which was sharing you know um a couple of things about yourself and and it was really about being vulnerable and we all shared our stories you know um i spoke about how um i lived um away from my family in australia whilst i lived in turkey for such a long time and the impact that has that has had on my life and everyone else shared you know a bit of their story and we really connected after that i 
you know, I found it so much easier to make a conversation um, with the people in our team and it brought us together. I mean, you and I, we, we have, you know, you're my manager obviously, but we have that um, really strong and intimate relationship where um, every now and then we get to talk about something personal and that really helps us connect. I mean, it's one of the, it's one of the things that I think really connects me to to my work and my job because you know I have you there as a support there's if there's something bothering me I can share it with you and that's what you really need um we've also done um a a similar activity with Lottie who just joined our team um she's based in Brisbane and although we've never met face to face she was a complete remote on board um, yeah. We did a virtual uh, a Zoom session sharing our personal stories and then she did a little bit of hers. We were pre-prepared, but um, she told us some some very personal things about her and and that, that also, you know, made us really close to each other really quickly. She's only been in our team for, for a couple of months, but I feel like, you know, we're a, we're a great team and, you know, that's because... We know our strengths, our weaknesses, what we've been through in life, and that's it's it's all great. I think um, you know if if the listeners need to take one thing away from this, it should really be you know be open to being vulnerable. Yeah, and um, you know even just sharing with team members, that's that sense of um, comfort. So we feel secure with the people around us. So there's interpersonal relationships. We um, have that, it's start, we, you know, we form these connections to each other by being vulnerable and sharing. Um, and so that all contributes towards that sense of belonging um, and the feeling that we can be and we can share um, because we feel secure um, and safe. And we've got uh, connections to our team Yes, yes. And I hope we were able to take um, the listeners through that journey today. So when we started with, you know, what is identity? And then we talked about inclusiveness and diversity in the workplace. And then the final step. So the end point that you really want to get to is the sense of belonging. And and do you want to explain that a little bit more for us, Sereni? So what is belonging? How is it different from feeling inclusive? Um, what is the difference between belonging and um, diversity? So I guess diversity is everything um, that's visible and invisible uh, that makes us different and unique. Um, so things that we can see and things like the way we think that you can't see, the way we think, our skills and experience, all of that. Um, inclusion is all about how we actually um, accept embrace and remove barriers uh, so we can give everyone uh, an equal chance um, in an organization. So we empower people to be their best. At the center of that is uh, belonging. So it's that feeling of, um, you know, security, sitting in, it's feeling like you can be that unique, authentic uh, self um, at work and in your social circles. And um, it's also that need to feel like you have those, you know, really strong interpersonal um, relationships with people around you. So that's kind of uh, how I see um, the difference between um, those three concepts. And, um, you know, we're 
like we talked about before, belonging is where we all want to be um, and feel. It's a feeling, that feeling of security, that feeling of fitting in. Um, and you need an inclusive uh, workplace and team to make you feel that way. Um, and so once you do, do have an environment where people feel as though they're included, um, we'll automatically start attracting more diversity and people being comfortable to voice their opinions and their um, shared experience and perspectives and things about themselves. And why we're talking about belonging uh, today is also because of, I, I was reading this and you've read this as well, Sereni, Deloitte's insights, the social enterprise at work paradox as a path for Oh, yeah. It's the 2020 Deloitte Global Human Capital Trends. And yeah. I've got a little snippet from there which says, why has belonging at work become a top organisational priority now? Some of it's external. Many people feel the world is becoming less stable, more polarised. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that, yes. Yeah, so when you think about it, you know, all the hate talk happening um, politically, and then on social media, um, people constantly just um, arguing about, you know, the different beliefs they have or the, um, you know, the different political views. And, and then, you know, that affects them personally. I mean, I'm, I'm just reflecting to the time of um, during COVID and Melbourne was in lockdown. There was a huge, you know, the people for... Um, Dan Andrews' uh, decisions and then people against his um, decisions. And then it, it created a bit of, uh, you know, tenseness even at work. Like I think um, personally I wanted to avoid the conversation um, and, and that's because, you know, I don't want to be judged and I know people do, they can't help themselves and I didn't want to judge other people. So I wanted to avoid the conversation at all costs. Um, and, but, but it happened um, in even personal lives, you know, when you shared your thoughts on social media, um, you know, people, <laughs> there were so many friendships <laughs> breaking up. It's quite sad, but yeah. it's, you know, um, that's just what, what's been happening in the world. And that's why, you know, in the outer society, when we feel so excluded, we we're looking um at work and how we can feel more connected and, and have intimate relationships with people we work with because we spend most of our time with them. Yeah, that's a great point. So I guess um, as individuals, I've spoken about um, curiosity and it's uh, about, you know, being curious about difference. Um, go and find out about, um, you know, individuals that might think a bit differently from you or might be from a different background. Um, you know, when I first um, finished university, uh, I lived in South Africa and um, my first role in, um, in a global organization was an affirmative action role. I was hired because I was, um, I was female and I was brown. Uh, we were coming out of uh, the apartheid era. And so I didn't understand um, all of that at that point. Um, you know, I was a young student who needed a job. Uh, but 
you know, a couple of uh, years later, when I started really being curious about, you know, the whole um, affirmative action hiring and the targets around, um, you know, diversity, uh, people have different points of view on it, but I kind of understood at that point why um, I was hired in to that organization. Um, I think things like that uh, can be quite controversial, um, but it's being curious about trying to understand why um, things are done the way they are done and uh, voicing your opinion if you don't agree with it. That's be- that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I know that's quite um, close to your heart as well, Sereni. And what's the call to action? Um, so the one thing we want listeners to do after listening to this episode. So I think the one thing um, I would encourage people to do is um, share your stories and ask for other people's stories as well in a respectful way if they're comfortable opening up. I've just shared my story. Um, And I think it's just quite a powerful way of connecting with people and understanding them. I agree. I agree. And it's it's not an easy thing to do. I understand that some people, you know, um, I guess maybe if you're an introvert or you really want that to Um, You don't want to give away. Um, You want to have your professional face at work. Um, But it, it really, it really makes an impact. You would see what can happen and, and the types of relationships you can build um, that would contribute to um, making you feel happier at work. So give it a try. Thanks for that, Sereni. And then um, one more question for you though. What are you curious about right now? Um, I'm reading a book right now on allyship and how you can be an ally. Um, So that's something that I'm um, diving a little bit deeper into. And it's, um, it's all connected to, you know, creating a um, a inclusive and an environment where you feel like you belong. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for your time, Sereni. Really appreciate it today. It was a great conversation as usual. And we have these conversations all the time throughout the day, but <laughs> this one just happens to be recorded on our podcast. Um, very insightful. And um, I know I've got so much to learn from you in this space as well. Um, and you've helped me probably um, uh, fire up that passion in me around this topic. So thank you for that. Thanks, Ace.